on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank road. Can't fold, doesn't know. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Frisella, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today, we have Q and AF. That's where uh, you submit the Qs, and I give you the AFs, all right? Um, this is how we develop our personal development here on the show, okay? I did the MFCEO project for a long time. Um, that was a complete personal development, entrepreneur, business, success show, this is uh, basically how we continue that uh, moving forward because the answer to what we point out on our other episode that we frequently do called Cruise the Internet, which is the whole entire problems uh, collectively with the fucking earth and its insane people that seem to be running it, the solution still comes back to our own personal excellence. So we have CTI where we put up three episodes or three headlines and we talk about what the fuck's going on. Then we have Q&AF where we answer how to get better so that these people can't keep doing this to us. Then we have real talk, short bursts of high energy content that help change your perspective and get you to be better. And then we have full length, which where we uh, interview some of my successful uh, kick-ass friends. And we talk about how you can do the same things because they are just like you. All the people you admire, all the people you look up to, all the people you think have special shit that you don't, do not. And that is the point, okay? We want you to understand your own greatness. We want you to improve. We want you to be better. That's what this show's about. A lot of people think it's some sort of patriotic extremist show, which it is. But we also understand the way that we become the best country is by becoming the best individual. That's the facts. So with that being said, we do have a fee for the show. If you like the show, if it brought value, if it taught you something, if it gave you a new perspective, if it made you laugh, if it was worth sharing, we ask that you share the show, all right? I don't run ads for the show. I don't run ads on the show, okay? So all I ask in return is a little sherry share, a little likey-like, a little uh, tell your friendy friend, and uh, help us grow this shit, all right? Because these are messages that people need to hear. The whole entire world has convinced most of the world that people are meant to be sick, people are meant to be weak, people are meant to be shit, and you're not. You have unlimited potential. You have to choose to exercise it. You have to choose to pursue it. That's what we're about here. Because if we all pursue it on an individual level, these sick fucks can't hurt us. All right. So that's the goal. With that being said, what's up, dude? What's going on, man? Where do these people submit their cues? Guys, these are your questions. Email them in to askandy at andyfrisella.com. Cool. So what's going on? Oh, you know. Got some good ones for you. Oh, do you? I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm so shocked. Yeah, man. Got some good ones for you, man. Let's knock these out. Uh, Andy, question number one. Andy, I've taken your advice about getting on offense during hard times. Mm -hmm. I just signed a new lease for my office space that will almost double what we have now. And I plan to hire 10 to 15 more people as well. During times of growth for your businesses, what are some things that I should remain conscious about and make sure that I don't forget or lose focus on during this process? Well, look, you have to be cautious, okay? When we say be aggressive, being aggressive does not mean recklessly aggressive. It doesn't mean spending your money or living beyond your means or getting too aggressive and biting off more than you can actually chew, 
Okay. There's a lot of nuance and growth. That means that you have to sort of, there is no exact way to do it. You have to sort of feel your way through. And if you feel like you're getting a little overextended, you got to pull back. If you feel like you're being a little reserved, you need to get a little more aggressive. And we all naturally have this ability to survey the situation. And we sort of know through our intuition if it's good or bad. And you can feel it. Now, sometimes the good thing feels scary. Okay. And you need to ask yourself in those situations, okay, what is it going to do if I do this? And more importantly, you need to ask yourself, what's going to happen if I don't do this? All right. And those two questions will really help you evaluate when you're going a little too hard or when you're going a little too soft. And so, you know, there's a lot of people out there that, that take get aggressive, uh, meaning it's a reckless aggressiveness when it comes to your finances or it comes to your growth or it comes to business. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is don't sit in your turtle shell waiting for the storm to fucking clear and the weather to be perfect and conditions to be perfect before you start to go on this journey. Because the truth of the matter is, the weather's never perfect, first of all. And when it is storming, like it is right now, and it's going to get worse, everybody goes into their shell. And when everybody goes in their shell, there's less people running the race, Right. all right? right. So you need to be, as an intelligent entrepreneur, conscious of the fact that in times of hardship are also times of the biggest opportunity if you can muster the courage to take those uh, scary steps forward, but also be responsible to do so. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes perfect sense. You know, you don't want to just go out and like be hot. Like when I say get aggressive, that does not mean go, you know, make an investment that you have no logical plan on how it's going to produce a return. They told me to invest. Yes. (laughs) You have to be tactical. You have to think five steps ahead. And- all of you are capable of doing that, um, but you sometimes you get caught up in the overload information cycle that we have when it comes to the entrepreneur world, the personal development world, um, and the success world, okay? We have people saying all kinds of different shit. We have people saying, you know, pamper yourself, uh, rest, take it easy, uh, blah, blah, blah. Listen, dude, look at those people's lives. Look at their lives. What have they built legitimately? Have they built any real shit or have they made an existence saying that shit with a cool accent or a a, a special look or a special way of saying it? Because as far as I know, anybody who's saying, take it easy, rest, be, take a fucking bubble bath with your fucking bonbons and self-care and all this bullshit, uh, I can't find a single person that preaches that message that is fucking successful in real life or real business. Mm. There's a lot of speakers. There's a lot of people who write books. There's a lot of people who sound cool with their accents. There's a lot of people who make shit sound really nice, but there's not a lot of motherfuckers that have built real companies like you and I have to do. Okay. And I'm talking to you um, that aren't just, you know, aggressive as fuck. Those are the people that win responsibly. Yes. So while it may make you feel good to follow some of these feel good pages and some of their perspective is probably applicable to you, you have to value and weigh the information based upon the success 
of the person telling you. Okay? And I can tell you, I know this industry as good as anybody. There's fucking five or six people that have built real shit, and there's 5,000 that pretend to be experts that aren't. So honor who you're listening to. Don't buy into this extra soft shit. Get your mind hard. Get aggressive with your actions. Develop the discipline and fucking go. Because everybody else is going to bitch out during this time. And the people who keep going are going to win because there's not as many people going for the win. There's the least amount of competition possible in business right now for a lot of different reasons. A lot of people are waiting. Culturally, they've taught an entire generation of people to be lazy fucking pieces of shit that don't really have any ambitions to win. What does that mean? That means more wins for everybody else that wants to go get them. Okay, that's the truth. All right, I'm not here for the soft side of society. I'm not here to to make someone feel good for fucking being born. I don't give a fuck. If this shit hurts your feelings, I don't care. I'm just telling you the truth. Savages fucking win. The survival of the fittest win. The baddest motherfuckers win. The people who help other people win, win. Okay? The people who wish wins on other people win. All right? People that pour themselves into personal development win. People who wake up every day and try to win day after day after day after motherfucking day. Those are the people who build shit. Those are the people who win. The people who do not win are the people who say, oh, I'm not feeling like it. Motherfucker, none of us feel like it. There ain't a motherfucking day I woke up in my entire life where I felt like doing what the fuck I've done. That's why I am where I am. I don't know how to get this across to people any more crystal clear than that. Okay? Every day, you're going to be required to do shit that you really don't feel like doing. And if you can get to a point by building your discipline, by building your mental toughness, by building your fortitude into a place where you execute at a high level on the shit you really don't want to do, now you're someone to be dealt with. All right? You're going to crush all the people who say, need a bubble bath. I need a day of self-care and mental health day. You're going to fucking destroy those people. Those people are gone. They're not coming back. There's no fucking hope. Those are the weakest people in society. And those motherfuckers are preyed on by lots of people who tell them the shit they want to hear. So they'll buy their fucking books. So you can either be one of those people or you can be one of the people that actually wins. But I'm going to tell you this. I'd rather be the motherfucker that wins. That's real. So, and that's who I'm here for. That's real. Follow up on that, Andy. What, so, what do you? What, what's the conversation like with your employees? Right, like so, like you're. Let's go back to you know 2006 or 2007 when you're when you're about to go into this big phase of growth. What what what's the conversation like to those employees? We're always in a big phase of growth. Oh, true. It's the same fucking conversation I've been having since then. Yeah. And the motherfuckers that are still here from then are making fucking a lot of money. Yeah. They're living in nice houses. They got great careers. They fucking got everything I fucking promised them. The ones that aren't, I don't know what they're doing. I hope the best for them. I really do. Yeah. But I don't I don't keep up with all that. Like, I worry about what we're doing. I move forward. I take care of the people that take care of me. And I wish the best for the people that want to go on their own way. And that's that. But, like, that doesn't affect what I do. And, like, dude, if you're inside of a company right now, this is not exclusive to entrepreneurs, okay? Most people listening to this show are entrepreneurs. That means, what, what, are we, what are we saying here for you? That means the opportunity is still there for you because most of these other people are going in their own little entrepreneur shell, 
Okay. They think that after all this clears up and when things start going good again, you know, their mental health will get right and their this will get right and their that will get right and they'll be all aligned and they'll be able to move. Bro, that's just not reality. Okay. Right now, we have an entire collective group of people who are waiting for things to get better before they go. And if you're in a company right now, I'm telling you right now, the time is fucking now to invest in yourself, to learn the skills, to do above and beyond what you can inside of that organization because the organization is going to recognize that because everybody else is waiting. So there's an awesome chance for you to step the fuck out of the traditional sense of, uh, you know, getting lost in the shuffle by just doing an exceptional job day in and day out. And it doesn't matter if you're cooking fucking French fries. If you're cooking fucking French fries, your goal should be to make the best fucking fries that you can fucking make, okay? And so good that every single person that comes in is like, damn, dude, them fries were fucking good today, right? That is because, dude, what happens is you're training yourself to do an excellent job. And when you train yourself to do an excellent job, even if it's scrubbing the toilet or even if it's cooking fucking French fries or whatever the fuck you think it is the lowest possible job, digging a ditch. If you dig the best fucking ditch every motherfucking time, eventually you won't be digging ditches. You'll be doing something else. And and, and that habit of doing it perfectly will carry into that. Okay, and then you'll execute there. And then that habit will carry into the next thing. It keeps compounding. Yes, so really what we're talking about here is personal excellence. Taking pride in what you do. Okay, going hard as fuck. And I'm going to tell you, the last 10 years, the last 12 years have been fruitful. They have been easy. I've been doing this for a long time. I'm telling you, if you've been in business 10 years or less, you have been living in a fucking fairy tale. Okay, we are going to get real now. We're going to separate the fucking real from the fucking fake. Okay, and the real motherfuckers are getting aggressive right now. The real motherfuckers are getting skilled right now. They're going hard. They're running fast. They're, they want to make sure that not only are they running fast through the hard times, but they want to be running at top speed when shit gets clear, right? That way, when shit does clear up, you're automatically 10 steps ahead of where the fuck you were while everybody else was waiting. And they're looking like, how the fuck did Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And you'll have two or three of these opportunities and culture and society happen in your lifetime. And we are moving into one of those times now. Okay, this is the third one I've dealt with in my business cycle. I had 9-11, I had 2008, now I have this. And every fucking time, we got way ahead. Every time. And you know why we got way ahead? Because I didn't get fucking scared, okay? I put my head forward, I took the steps I could, I was responsible and nuanced with my plan and my action, and we continued to move forward while everybody else went away. Yeah, that's fucking real, man. Yeah. That's real. Uh, Andy, question number two. Uh, I'm a new business owner and I'm having trouble with team meetings. It feels like the whole team dreads them uh, and they run longer than they should. Towards mm-hmm. the end, I feel like I'm just repeating myself and rambling. Do you have any suggestions or advice for me to make these team meetings good and beneficial to the team? Yeah. Keep your meetings short. Keep your meetings on track and learn how to end the meeting. Okay. I made this mistake a long time uh, as well. When, when I was younger, you know, I always felt like I didn't know how to close a meeting or close a talk. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's fucking done, it's fucking done. And so, like, really, it's really simple. You look around and say, hey, everybody got it? They're going to say, yeah. And you say, all right, let's go fucking do it. And that's it. Yeah. All right? Like, it's very simple. <laughs> you, you, what, what's happening here in this 
situation is that you are repeating yourself over and over and over again because you don't think that it's being absorbed. Yeah. And the reason that it's probably not being absorbed is because it's already been absorbed 30 fucking minutes ago. Okay. So you're looking for confirmation that they understand. Yeah. The validation. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So one of the ways that you can do this is you can, you, I set a time for my meeting, bro. I like two minute meetings. If a meeting lasts longer than two minutes, I'm fucking walking away. All right. And what that does is that, no, I'm serious. No, I know. Cause yeah, I'm, I know. <laughs> so my meet you, you meet with me, you're getting two fucking minutes. Yeah. Okay. You know why I do that? Because it forces people to get to the fucking point and me give an answer. That's all I'm looking for. Okay. So now if you have an organization, right? Like, and you're doing a presentation or a talk, that's not too much. Might minutes. be a little longer. Yeah. Okay. Problem solution is the basis, right? Yes. But the point is I'm talking, if you're talking to your whole company and there's a hundred people there or 30 people or 20 yeah. people, but in these like team meetings where there might be five or 10 people or fucking three people, a lot of times uh, people lose focus because there's too much shit. Uh, there's too much back and forth. There's too much by committee. Um, there's too much. It goes too long. Um, and, you know, your employees are probably demoralizing, becoming demoralized every time you have one of these things. So what you need to do is recognize that you should be trusting your team to do their fucking job. You shouldn't have to say things five or 10 times. You should have to say them fucking once. Okay. And this, I don't, whoever asked this question, I don't want them to feel bad because this is a natural progression of holding meetings. You are going to learn. Um, most of the time inside meetings, uh, people want to put their little two cents in. So give them an opportunity to, Hey, Madat, what do you think? Well, I think this, this, and this. Keith, what do you think? I think this, this, and this. Zeeshan, what do you think? I think this. And DJ, what do you think? I don't care what you think. Right. All right. 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 That was I mean. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm just teasing. But the point is you run through, you let everybody have their say, and then your job is to make the decision. All right. Well, I think this, I think those are all good points. I like what Keith had to say. This is the direction I was thinking as well. I think you guys all had good points. We're going to go this way. And if it doesn't work, we're going to do this and this and this. All right. You guys cool with that? Yeah. All right, let's go. Right. And that's how it is. It's mm -hmm. very simple. Okay. You guys overthink it because you guys see these boardrooms on fucking movies and like the way these meetings, that's not how, dude, I've had more meetings on a motherfucking tailgate or walking through the warehouse or out at my farm drinking beer or fucking whatever than I have sitting at a fucking table. Doesn't necessarily have to be this yeah, corporate like the, the, thing. The yeah. Playing business is not the goal. Mm. Playing business is not the goal. Doing business is the goal. Yeah. All right. And doing business means you make decisions quickly. You make contingency plans and you let people contribute and execute on their own because do what you actually want is these people to take the minimal amount of information from you and take their expertise, their knowledge, their skill set, and contribute into the brand. And when you allow them to do that, they feel valued. Okay. They feel bought in. The brand is no longer you. The brand is us. Mm. All right. So it's very, very important that you understand that. And there's a lot of books out there about how to hold proper meetings that are good. Yeah. All right. What so, do you think stops that? Is it, you think that stops that input? Well, it's, I think it's scary for people. I think there's a lot of different personalities with leaders, dude. Like, first of all, there's leaders who are uh, not leaders. They, they hire people in that know more than them, and they try to let those people decide everything. That's not leadership. Right. Even, as, even somebody who's 10 times smarter than you still, usually still needs to be led. Okay? Um, the other type is the overbearing leader. The guy who says he's a dictator, right? Well, fucking this, this, this. A lot of people think I'm that way. I'm not that way at all. I'm a very much... Hey, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And then I 
try to conclude what the best path is forward. That's my role. My role is not to know the best answer. It's to, to figure out which one is the best from a bunch of smart motherfuckers. Okay. So, you know, understand like a leadership role is a role of humility. It's a role of service. It's a role of making the decision that's best uh, suited to get us to accomplish whatever the fucking goal is that we're trying to pursue for everybody. Yeah. All right. So, and a lot of people can't understand that. A lot of people want to be like this, like they think being a leader is not really what it is. I'm going to play leader. Yeah. Right. And that's not the goal. Like, dude, real leaders, like I said, I say this on Instagram all the time. Real leaders don't give a fuck about the credit. They care about the job getting done. That's it. And, and, and they give the credit away when they get the credit. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's the people, bro. I'm just good at deciding which path to take. That's real. You know, so be humble, dude. Understand that you have a role just like they have a role. And by the way, your role is not more important than their role. Mm. I mean, you might have a final say, but there might be a lot of people in your building or your team or your office that know a lot more shit than you that you're not even finding out because you're not allowing them to have input. Mm. Damn. And then that creates fucking disgruntlement. It creates resentment. And then people ultimately leave for that. I'm going to say high turnover. The best people will leave for that because yeah. they, they realize like I can contribute more. I can give more. I can do more. And you're not fucking listening to me. And you're not allowing me to be what I can be. Those people will go find a place where they are led properly and they are allowed to utilize their gifts and their skills and their talents to help the team win. Well, guys, our third and final question. Andy, question number three. Andy, what's the best way to maintain momentum once it has been created? Uh, I'm at a really good pace right now, but there are fears in the back of my mind that it could just fizzle out. How do you turn the switch on and keep it on? Okay, first of all, awareness is key here, all right? The fact that whoever asked that question is aware that they want to keep the momentum high is you're way ahead of the game because most people, when they get momentum, like let's just say um, I, use, I use fucking fitness, for example, because it's something that everybody can relate to. Let's just say you, you like, we'll use 75 hard, all right? Everybody here knows what 75 hard is for the most part. Let's just say you've gone through 75 days of fucking just perfection, all right? And you have all the momentum in the world. And then you decide on the fucking 76th day that you're going to go ahead and quote unquote treat yourself, all right, <laughs> by going right back to your old fucking habits, by going right back to being a drunk or being a fat ass or eating fucking shit. And you think that's a reward? You're wrong, okay? You don't get it. You still haven't learned the lesson. The lesson is this. Create momentum, maintain momentum. And maintaining momentum is a lot easier than creating it. All right? So that's the first thing. You need to be, a, the fact that this person is aware that they don't want to lose the momentum, you've already, you already learned the lesson. And that awareness will serve you for the rest of your life because now you are hypersensitive to losing the momentum, which means you'll fucking be paying attention. So for this person, the fact that they even ask that question shows me that they probably won't lose momentum very often. And if they do, they understand what to do to get it back as quickly as possible. Redirect it. Right. And so, you know, this is a huge thing. Uh, I'm actually writing a book all about this, about about momentum, because uh, momentum, creating momentum is and maintaining momentum is, I think, one of the most misunderstood concepts in people's personal development, because we've been conditioned for so long to, you know, reward ourselves with destructive behaviors that don't really serve us, right? Like celebrate, you fucking waste. And bro, like, look, I still fucking like to party down once in a while, 
But dude, when I make a decision to party, my decision is not a reward. It's just because I'm fucking want to do it because I live my life a certain way 99.9% of the other times. Shit, look at Tom Brady after he won that Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> he fucking partied down. <laughs> he had a good time. <laughs> yeah, he did. But you know what? Next I, day. Next day, he probably felt like shit, but I bet he got his shit done. Yeah, right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, like, dude, that's where that 24-hour celebration rule comes into play mm-hmm. for me. You know, I don't celebrate very much. You, you don't hear me talk about how great we're fucking doing because, dude, the, the wins are, the, by the next day, I'm already on to the next thing. You know, like we had an amazing summer smash. The next day, I'm already thinking about next summer smash. Right. Already. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so I think the big thing with, with maintaining momentum is just to be aware when you start to slip and then tighten it the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Force yourself because, dude, momentum is created through force. All right. This is what people don't understand. The fir- like the first 20 days or 25 days of 75 hard who, who, for someone who hasn't done anything are hard as fuck. They are hard as fuck, okay? But when you push through and you grind through and you, cr- you, 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 you fucking cry and crawl and scratch your way through, when you get to that day 21 or day 22, you start to feel the power. You start to feel the belief. You believe in yourself because you've done some shit. You're like, holy shit, dude. I've never gone 20 days without fucking up my shit. And some people will say, okay, well, I learned my lesson. No, you fucking didn't. <laughs> right. No, you didn't. Right. You have to go much longer, much, much, much longer. Because what happens is those things that you force yourself through in 20 more days, they become automatic. It's automatic. And that's when the magic starts to happen. And then you go through a phase where it's automatic and it sucks and <laughs> you're tired and you're worn out and you push through that. Now you start to understand what you're truly capable of. Okay, so the maintaining of momentum, first off, you have to develop the awareness of this slipping that most people never develop their whole lives. Most people never create any momentum their entire lives, ever. The most momentum that most people ever create with their fitness is like five or six days in a row. Ever. Like, bro, that's absurd. And I know like there's some of you listening. You're like, fuck, dude, I have a hard time with that. That's okay, because I did too. I did too. But dude, it's been like, not that long of a time, and I don't even think about those things anymore. Like, it's just who the fuck I am, right? And I say this all the time. When you win on Monday, and you win on Tuesday, and you win on Wednesday, and then you lose on Thursday, and then you win on Friday and Saturday and Sunday, okay? You just won fucking 90% of your fucking week. If you live a life that you win 90% of the time, your life is going to reflect a 90% winner, if you win 100% of the time, I'm talking day by day by day by day, your life will reflect a 100% winner. It is very simple to understand this. And this is, this is a reality. It's input versus output. The amount of days you win in a week are proportionate to the percentage of win that your whole entire life shows. So if you're only winning one or two days or zero days, your life is going to look like that. If you're winning seven days, you're, you're going to look like a seven-day winner if you do it long enough. This is reality. This is not. This is this is not an arguable thing. And anybody who's actually committed to something like this, to this concept that I'm talking about, will tell you. I have people that message me stacks of powerless books. Okay, and you can listen to powerless on episode 16. Stacks of powerless books, and they're like, bro, I don't even know how the fuck I existed before this. And they they've gone like, dude. I had this one guy message me who 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 whenever. He had a million dollar business 
And in two years, he's, he showed me all his, his powerless journals. He's at 19 million. Jeez. Yeah. So like, dude, and, and, and that jump from one to 19, that's the hardest part of business. Well, getting to one is the hardest part. But then after that, you know, this guy's at 19. He's going to be at 100 in two more years. Right. It's right. very simple, dude. It's very simple. And it goes into any area of your life. So if you win enough days in a row, you know, you are a winner. Like if you, it, it's not luck. It's not fucking. No, bro. Yeah. Cause if you win, let's just say out of a month, you win 29 out of the fucking 31 days of the month, every fucking year, you, you can't not be a winner. Like it's impossible. You see what I'm saying? And then pretty soon, not only are you just a winner, but it becomes who the fuck you actually are. Like you stop, it stops becoming a challenge. It just becomes what the fuck you are. And that's what you're ultimately trying to get to. You're ultimately trying to build yourself into a vessel, into a tool, into a weapon that can get to a point where achievement is just fucking what you do. Like, that's what you do. Like, when people put a project in front of me, I know for sure, and pretty much everybody else knows that put the project in front of me, that whatever the fuck the result is of that project will be the best fucking thing in that category. Okay? If you put a project in me in front of my face and I say yes, we are fucking winning and we are not winning a little bit. We are winning a lot and we are winning at number one. That's something that I've created over fucking many years of practicing this concept. And you could do it too, dude. I don't have any special abilities, bro. I'm not one of these fucking gurus who goes out and tells you I was born for this. Like, fuck, man. I was a fat little fucking human. All right. Running up and down a gravel road, in my fucking shit filled diaper growing up. Okay. Like, dude, there's nothing special about me. I struggle in school. I struggle with people. I'm an introvert. All the things that, that I've built are built. They are not fucking gifts. And that's why I'm so passionate about sharing what I share with you guys because I know where I come from and I know you can fucking do it too. No matter what example or what excuse or what reason you tell yourself that you can't, you are full of fucking shit. Because if you won today and you win tomorrow, and you win the next day, and you win the next day after that, and you continue that habit over and over and over and over again, and it's not a hundred things a day. It's five critical tasks. That's it. Most of my critical tasks are done by fucking noon. So not only is this a way to win, it's a way to win and still have a life. That's what you're looking for. So go listen to episode fucking 16. Get yourself a notebook. I sell a journal. You don't have to buy it. It's fucking nice. If you buy it, I appreciate it. But you don't have to. You don't have to. You can use a fucking notebook. I used a fuck. I still use a fucking notebook. Use a notebook. It's episode 16. It's the entire blueprint of my entire fucking life. Do it or don't do it. I don't care. But I'm telling you, it'll transform anyone into a fucking winner. And the entire key to this process, guys, because let me tell you something. You will not win every single day. It is fucking impossible. Should you choose to, should you try to win every day? Yes. But there are going to be days where you missed a task and you had to put an L up there at the top of your notebook and you lost. And that's it. Because if you don't complete all your five critical tasks, you're going to lose. And what the powerless method, I think, really teaches people, which is the most important fucking part, is that when you do trip up, you do fall on your face, you do catch an L, you get up the next motherfucking day and you win. That is the biggest thing to maintain the momentum. 
It's like when people do this shit where it's like, oh, I'm going to start my diet this week. And by Wednesday, you know, they Wednesday night, they order a fucking bro. And the reason I say this example is because this used to be me. Mm. Okay. I'd be the guy that would start the diet on fucking Wednesday. And I get through Monday and Tuesday. I'm sorry. I started on Monday and I get through Monday and Tuesday. And by Wednesday, I'm fucking fixated on what the fuck I'm cutting out because I'm constantly thinking about, man, I can't have this. I can't have that. When in reality, I should have been thinking about what I'm gaining, which is how I think now, right? I don't focus on what I'm giving up. I focus on what I'm getting. Um, but I'd order a pizza because I didn't have the discipline to say fucking no. And I created this internal dialogue of I can't have any pizza. And then all I hear in my brain is pizza, 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 pizza for fucking 24 hours a day. Guess what? You're going to break. Okay. But the point is, is that if those breaks happen, you wake up the next motherfucking day and you keep going. Because what happens to most people is they fucking get that pizza and then they do this shit. Well, fuck my diet. I blew my fucking diet. I blew my program. You know what? I'm just going to pick it back up on Monday. And that cycle repeats itself until you're 350 fucking pounds like I was or worse, right? You could be like Anthony and get up to 700 pounds Mm -hmm. or 600 pounds or whatever he was. And because we don't understand the idea of picking ourselves up, when fucking shit gets off track. The moment. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. so that is one of the biggest points of maintaining momentum that people need to understand. You will not fucking win every day. You should aim to win every day. And, and your percentage of wins should be in the fucking 95 percentile range or above. You really want to be a fucking winner. But when you lose, you cannot fucking condemn yourself to five more days of losses and reckless behavior because that will equate to more time losing than winning. And what does that equate to? That equates to a loser life. All right? So you have to start understanding that every day matters. So when you fucking fall off, pick yourself up. Keep moving. Guys, Andy, that's fucking three, man. Go, go, Better go fucking pay that fee. All right. Love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Do good shit. Root for people. Clap for people. Be good people. And I'll see you next time. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, does a no, headshot, case closed, closed.